Hello everybody and welcome back. You're listening to Big Breed with Mind, Body, and Fitness on the Coaching the Mind and Body podcast. Before I start off this interview, I want to ask you a quick question. What does the word responsible and responsibility means to you? According to Google and Oxford, responsible means having an obligation to do something or having control or care for someone as part of one job or role. The definition of responsibility states or facts having a duty to deal with something or having control over someone. Now let me tell you folks, no matter who you are, you're responsible for something or someone. Whether you're a kid, responsible for the homework or whether you're the adult responsible for the kid who's responsible for the homework. But what I do know is that regardless, you need to be responsible for your health. Let me help you be responsible with your health. Coming up in October, I will be hosting live workouts. Now, don't worry if you missed that live workout. I will post a pre a recorded video of the workout, but it'll only be uh, available for 24 hours. So you got to get it while it's hot. Now, with me, you'll never do the same workout twice. Every Monday and Wednesday, you'll be able to take part in a progressive workout that will keep you on your toes. My workouts will be found on my personal business website on Kajabi. And all you'll have to do is is download the app and then you'll be able to stay connected and take me wherever you go. Now, today I do have another great host, a very good friend of mine from the University of Central Florida, now currently a physical therapist down in uh, Boynton Beach. Super smart. It's going to be a good one. So let's dive into it. Rob, thank you for joining me. It's been some time. Tell me, how you been? Everything's been well. You know, I'm practicing as a physical therapist now. I have my own practice. It's called All Pro Rehab over here in Boynton Beach, Florida. And I'm excited to be on with you. Yeah, man. I'm excited to have you, too. It's actually a little bit more of an honor for me, man. I just remember... Uh, I remember bumping into you and meeting, actually living next to you back uh, back in the UCF days. So, you know, it's definitely great to have Absolutely, you here. Absolutely, yeah. Fun, yeah. Fun times back then. <laughs> we, we, we go way back. So, you know, seeing your journey and seeing and being like seeing how far you've come, man, it's been it's been great to see. So here, let's just dive right in. Let me just start with our first question. What is what is fitness to you? Fitness is what you make it, whether it's yoga, Pilates, whether it's going to the gym, whether it's hooping it up, playing flag football, tennis, mm-hmm. any, any kind of activity that you find fun, that can make you sweat, that can make you move, I feel like is defined as fitness. And yeah. I feel like a lot of times people think that fitness is just necessarily just going to the gym and lifting weights, but mm-hmm. that's not necessarily the case. Fitness is just whatever you make it, you just want to get out there and just move. That's the most important thing with fitness. Man, I, 
definitely agree with you. That's huge because I know a lot of people get caught up in, you know, watching influencers or, you know, whoever. They just get caught up in doing maybe the big movements, the big lifts, the the great fancy exercises, you know, but like you don't have to do that. You don't have to be that. You don't have to be, you know, lifting the house. You don't got to be running a mile, you know, running miles upon miles. You know, it could be whatever you want it to be, whether it's walking, whether it's, you know, playing pickleball with your friends, you know, it's literally whatever you make it. And, you know, it's important that people understand that. That's that's awesome that you said that. Yes, I agree. I agree. Like you said, it's it could be a number of different activities, a number of different things. The most important thing is you want to go, go out there, enjoy yourself, have fun. That's what's going to basically make it easy for you to stick with whatever it is yeah. that you're doing. Make it don't be too serious about it. And just remember that it's a journey. Of course, when you're having fun, you're not even thinking about exercising. You're not even you're not you don't even realize like what you're doing to yourself when you're having fun. So, yeah, number one, definitely have fun and just like enjoy what you're doing. Um, fantastic. So I also mentioned before a little bit that you were a college football player for the University of Central Florida. Uh, tell me a little bit about your experience. So, yes, I did play all four years uh, that I was at UCF, how that came to be. I uh, walked on my freshman year and I competed. I played cornerback and safety nice. and it was a lot of fun. You know, it provided a lot of structure, it provided a lot of hard work. And I, I learned so much throughout that process, throughout those years of how to work out, yeah. how to pr properly prepare your body, how to measure things and, you know, the techniques and the strategies that you have to have behind mm -hmm. uh, pro properly working out so that you don't hurt yourself. Yeah. So I learned so much about that, that time period. And it's still things that I use today. Nice, nice. So you said um, it's some of the things you learn you still do today. What are some tell me what are some similarities between um, college football? Because I know, you know, that was a lot of structure and I know they got, you know, you know, I know they worked you on a variety of levels. So what are what are still some similarities between then and now? I would say some, some similarities is just this consistency uh, nice. because I worked out usually in the mornings at UCF, I tend to work out in the mornings now. Nice. Even, you know, it's been 10 years since I've been at UCF. I still wake up super early in the morning, 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning, and I get that workout in. I love it. It's a great way to start the day, mm -hmm. and it's a great way to set the tone for the day, whether you're going into the office, whether you have meetings, whatever you have to do for the rest of the day, you're setting the tone and making sure that you're putting yourself first as far as your journey, your fitness journey. Of course, man. You can't even say it any better. You know, you have to, you know, even though like I'm not working out with the same aspiration of going professional, like as an athlete, as a, as a person, you know, I think it's imperative to keep that same, that same mindset, that same work ethic, you know, you're, especially, you know, like your body adjusts to everything you do. So of course, you know, your body has gained so much from all that structure, from all that work. But now that like, you know, fitness is more in your own hands, which technically is always in your own hands, you know, it's like a more imperative to like keep, keep around the same level of when you were in that sport or in that activity you were doing. 
Absolutely. I'm a physical therapist and I work with people of all ages. And with my older individuals, I see a huge difference with people that are active all their lives. Mm -hmm. And whether it's they they take a walk every day or they're into tennis, they're into pickleball. Yeah. Versus Mm -hmm. the people that are not as active. They have more health problems, Mm -hmm. Um, blood pressure. They have diabetes. They have kidney problems. They have all kinds of ailments that make it more difficult to rehab from a shoulder injury or a low back pain. And, uh, you know, when we get them moving in physical therapy, if you're not used to soreness, if you're not used to exercise, it's going to be more difficult for you to recover from those injuries. Man, that is so true. You know, as a, as a personal trainer working with people and yes, it's like, trying to help people get over that hurdle that just that just the mindset of like, you know, like, you know, you're, you're going to be sore and, you know, but we still need to like, you know, still need to move forward. And, you know, like some people just can't wrap their head around like being sore They're you know, they just, their body, they don't know how to respond to it. So, you know, doing the little things now, you know, taking those walks, playing pickleball, being active with your kids, those little things, you know, day by day, they add up and they will help you, whether it's recovering from an injury, whether it's just enjoying your life and so forth. So I think that's huge what you said. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, so as an as a former athlete, well, you know, you're still an athlete. Are there any advice you would give someone who is competing or is looking to compete, whether young or old? Absolutely. So the biggest thing is go out there and enjoy yourself, have fun. You know, you if, depending on what level you're at, uh, I, I work with high school athletes, college level athletes, professional athletes. You definitely want to make sure that you're not taking the game too, too, too seriously and that you're still enjoying what you do uh, as, as far as, you know, when you train and when you're preparing for whatever sport that it is that you're doing. Mm-hmm. But also uh, just going out there and being consistent, just be consistent, do what you have to do, lay out that foundation mm-hmm. so that you are building great habits. Things become second nature when you're out there on the court, the field, whatever sport that you may choose. Boom. No, I, I love it. That's some, that's some good stuff, uh, man. Just going back to like, just having fun and making sure, you know, it's something that you enjoy. I mean, that is huge. I, you know, one of the things I would definitely say as an advice is understanding, like having a competitive mindset. And it's great that you said, like, in terms of being fun and stuff you enjoy, because, you know, even though you want to be competitive, you want to be aggressive, you want to be better, you want to win. It's very important to just be present in what you're doing and, and, and always make sure you are having fun and enjoying because that's definitely right. It's going to help you stay consistent. It's going to help you continue to push yourself and move forward. Um, Absolutely. I think both things are possible. I think you can be competitive in your sport and you can work hard to improve yourself in every aspect of the sport. However, you can also have fun while you're doing it. Yeah. And I think that if you can marry the two, then that's the best of both worlds. Yes. And like one thing I love to tell people is that you have to learn, you gotta learn like you have to learn to embrace the process and you have to learn to to enjoy the process, right? You gotta find that like weird love-hate relationship with the process. 
Well, yeah, uh, you you fall in love with the process and the results will come. Yeah, that's why the people, whether it's physical therapy wise or, you know, a lot of times when I'm working with people that they, they are they are athletes, they are competing in sports, mm-hmm. do not get too married to the results. Mm-hmm. You should really focus on the process and perfecting yeah. the process. The results will come. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah, I I think another big thing for another big advice for anyone is take advantage of your coaches, your coaches, your trainers, whoever, like pick their brain, ask them, ask the tough questions. You know, I encourage all my clients to ask me any question, you know, whenever I welcome the challenging questions and all, you know, if I don't know the answer, I'll make sure I go find it. But, you know, like, yeah, take advantage of your coaches and trainers. Thoughts? Absolutely. Absolutely. One of the things that I like to do is empower each person that I'm working with and giving them the information, giving, giving them a stretching routine, uh, educating them about their bodies and educating them about injury prevention mm-hmm. and saying, you know, I know you don't have an is- issue with this now, but take a look at this. You, you want to make sure that you're doing the proper stretching, the proper prep, the proper recovery between workouts to make sure that you're not pulling a hamstring, you're pulling mm-hmm. a groin because once you pull it, then you're having to deal with that injury and you're out and you're pretty restricted versus being proactive about it. Now you're preventing that injury so you can stay healthy and then you can achieve your fitness goals even better. Beautiful. I love it, man, man, no doubt. I don't even have to see you just listen to you. It's like, man, this man is a certified physical therapist. I love it. Why did you real quick? Why did you choose physical therapy? Was was there a draw to it? Absolutely. So I started off as a patient. Uh, my junior year playing at UCF I was in practice and we were fully padded and I came up and I made a big hit and it was amazing it looked great on tape (laughs) and I just remember after practice feeling a little bit of pain in my back but it wasn't a big deal you know I'm just you know high off adrenaline and you know my man that was great and then later on that night you know I felt a little bit more pain Mm -hmm. and then went to sleep woke up the next day and my back was completely locked up. Oh, man, no. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, one thing led to another. They did an MRI, they did an x-ray, and I had two herniated discs in my back. Wow. So they said that it wasn't to the point where I needed surgery, but I definitely needed treatment. Mm-hmm. So they got me started on physical therapy right away. I did about six weeks of treatment, and I was back on the field playing. And Beautiful. that was my first interaction with physical therapy one thing led to another once my career was over I said you know this is great this is amazing this is what I want to do and this is what I want to want to do for other patients and other athletes I want to help them get back to the sport that they love I love it no I love it just to let everyone know out there physical therapists can help you in a variety of ways okay from maximizing your range of motions to managing uh, managing pain, even even some chronic pains, help you avoid surgeries, prescription medicines, and, Absolutely. and more. So yes, I wouldn't. Yeah, one. I agree with everything that you just said there. One correction that I would make is we sure. don't necessarily manage pain. We want to get rid of. Pain. I love it. Thanks. We want to get to the root. Cause. Mm-hmm. Yes, we want to get to the root cause of what is causing the pain, so that we can address that so that the pain is not something that we have to manage. We're actually eliminating the pain. I love because it. Because once so, we make a physiological change, 
Yes. Once we make a physiological change in the body and change the positioning of where your bones, your joints, your muscles are, then we're able to not only get rid of the pain, but the pain stays away because your body's different now. Yes. Beautiful. And you're helping them. And after you do that, I know you're also helping them understand how to continue with that process, even after, you know, they might leave you. Right. Exactly. So, so tell me, what are, what are your goals and visions for your business? You know, you just, you mentioned, you just opened your, your first practice. Uh, so where do you, where do you envision? My number one goal is to help people. That's, that's, that's my number one goal. I want to be able to be of service to my community. Like I said, I'm up, I'm up here in Boynton beach, Florida, and just to be able to offer quality service, one-on-one treatments, working with athletes, working with everyday people that mm-hmm. are also working their nine to five and getting them to move better and getting them a, a better quality of life. That's what I would like to do. And that's what I have been able to do so far. That's the number one goal. As far as how big it's going to go, that's up to God's hands. But my, my primary goal is to go into work and help people every day and then let the chips fall where they may. I love it. I love it. And as long as you keep that, as long as you keep that mindset and that perspective, they will, you know, they will, then they usually fall in your favor, you know? So I I love that you said that. And, you know, no matter what you're doing, playing a sport, work, you're at home, you know, family, you should always have a goal, at least some sort of goal to work towards. Uh, setting goals can help trigger new behaviors, help guide your focus, help sustain more that momentum in life. So don't underestimate, take a few minutes, people write some goals down, you know, what's, what's, whatever's important to you. I completely agree with that. Go ahead and write them down. There's something to be said about writing something down and physically yeah. like just down. I think it's about 44% or so, or so you're 44% more likely to achieve a goal if you write it down. So I would encourage anybody to just go ahead and I know you might have something in your mind, go ahead and write it down. You're more likely to actually do it. If you put it into paper or just, you know, even in your iPhone or your Android, just using the app, just write things down and then shoot for that goal. And then once you achieve that one, you make some more goals. I love it. And yeah, that's just, that's just, you know, pure facts right there, you know, um, something about it, you know, it's in your mind when you get it, when you take it out of your mind, you put it down. I feel like you make it real, you know, it's just, it's just, yeah, there's a whole nother level to it. So yeah, definitely go, definitely people write your goals down, um, whatever it might be and, and work towards it, uh, for your clients, what are, tell me, what are some, uh, common issues that you see with your clients, whether they're professional or not? I would say the most common issue that I run into is low back pain. Uh, as a society, as an American society, we sit too much. We're not as active as we should be, whether we live, we work in an office setting or you know, a lot of the other jobs where that require sitting as, as far as like truck driving or transporting. We do a lot of jobs that require a lot of sitting. And I encourage all my clients to at least, if possible, get up at least once an hour. I know you're busy doing your work. You have, you need a mental break and you need a physical break yes. as far as, you know, your hip flexors are going to get really, really tight if you're not getting up on a regular basis. And that can lead to low back pain. Yes. So just educating the clients, letting them know 
uh, there's ways to combat this despite the job that you work. You know, I have some clients that work 60, 70, 80 hours a week and they're not making a connection as far as why they have neck pain, back pain. Mm -hmm. It's because of, you know, your lifestyle and your work, the demands of your work. And, you know, my job is to educate them and kind of guide them into a space where they are finding a better way to live their life. So long-term wise, you know, they have a better quality of life. Yeah, that's very true, man. That's another great point. Um, inactivity, the, the long, the, the sitting too much, that's definitely huge. And, you know, it's a, it's a very, it's a very big problem in America. And I think another huge problem is just, um, you know, in other countries, like they walk everywhere. They're so like active is just part of the culture, you know, it's just part of everyday life. And I also, another big thing is I feel like a lot of people take their day-to-day movements for granted, you know, like gardening is fantastic, but like how you garden is important, you know, how you bend, how you lift, how you, you know, all these things are very important and you have to be working actively, like being mindful to be able to, you know, do all these activities properly. Um, it's crazy, but like, you know, lower back issues, that's a, that's a huge one from a personal trainer to a physical therapist. You know, that is a common thing I see between my clients, lower back pain. Absolutely. And, you know, first and foremost, what I would do is make, get them in, ask them preliminary questions, get more information about what's causing their low back pain. And then I do a full head to toe assessment. And then I do a treatment right away. I do a yeah. treatment right away so we can get them st- get them starting to feel better, but also send them home with a home exercise program. These are some stretches. These are some exercises that you need to work on on a daily basis. And it's important to educate your patients to let them know this is what it's going to take to resolve, mm-hmm. resolve your back pain. There's patients that they've been dealing with back pain for over five, 10 years, 20 mm-hmm. years, and they just didn't have, they never had the tools to go ahead and resolve the pain that they have. And it it just feels amazing to be able to work with patients and get them better Mm -hmm. and, you know, actually fully resolve their low back pain. Now that they can be more active, you know, they can lose weight. Now it 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 ties into fitness because, you know, a lot of them, they're restricted because, oh, I can't do this. I can't do that because of the pain. We get rid of the pain. Now you're, you have no limitations. You have a better quality of life. Yeah. Man, quality, quality of life is so huge. Man. I could, you know, like let's not even get started on that one because we'll, we'll be talking for a long. Quality of life is huge. And everything you said is, is, is definitely true. And if you guys are looking for a quality, if you guys are trying to improve your quality of life, you guys need to take heed of what we're talking about right now. It's definitely huge. Um, giving them homework, that's important. You know, keep them, you know, I know a lot of people, they just want to kind of come in be told what to do and they just want to leave and like not think about it for the rest of the day. So that's great that you give them some homework, keep them, keep them involved, keep them engaged and in their own recovery and the things that they need to do and accomplish. I think it's just as important to be transparent with each client that comes in through the door about the overall picture. I think that's just as important as the treatments that we do because you're only with us for a short period of time, a month, maybe six weeks, maybe, you know, maybe two months. Yeah. But what we want to do is kind of give you the information so that you can manage and maintain your own progress. Yeah. 
long-term wise. So that's what we do over at All Pro Rehab. What makes us different and makes, makes us more stand out as physical therapists versus other physical therapists, we don't want you to come back for the same case. We don't want you to come with the same low back pain. We want to resolve that low back pain. And if you were to ever come back, it was because it's because of something else. Mm-hmm. We already took care, took care of that. You already know how to maintain your progress. You're good to go. Nice. Uh, tell me, so are your methods for recovery the same for like athletes and, and regular people? Like maybe like your approach, is that like generally like the same? I would say the philosophies are very similar with athletes. They may need a little bit more as far as uh, the, the interventions that you use yeah. with the everyday working class gentleman or woman. Mm-hmm. You may want to be a little bit more conservative as mm-hmm. far as what you're asking them to do with an athlete. We may use you know recovery boots. We may use ice tub we might use something that's a little bit more extreme versus someone who isn't used to those kind of uh those kind of methods of of recovery you know i might i might give them something else where it's like do do epsom salt baths it's not as extreme work them yeah it'll kind of give you similar results i think the biggest thing is getting to that routine and being consistent with your recovery mm-hmm. package or your recovery routine and as long as you're consistent you're going to get good results yeah i think that's the biggest thing you know the mindset part i feel like that's generally you know yeah you know workouts will vary you know i like to generally keep i like to even if you're an older i still like even though we're we're working on a conservative you know you're not looking to jump super high or run fast you know yeah looking but i'm still looking i still want you to be competitive but i would like for you to yeah i definitely upfront like to be transparent and let you know like what it's going to take to reach these goals so you know beforehand what you're getting into and just you know and yeah just understanding the challenges and whatnot um what are some things that people should be doing to avoid sitting in your office so a lot of time a lot of times it's it's kind of difficult to avoid uh prolonged sitting Mm -hmm. but some things that you can do is you know depending on who you work for and what the company is request a standing desk request a desk that can move from being a standing desk to a sitting desk. So you can kind of alternate it and, you know, half the day you can stand, half the day you can sit. But if, you, if you're not afforded that opportunity, something else that you can do is you can kind of make a deal with yourself and say, every hour on the hour, I'm going to stand up, I'm going to stretch, I'm going to take a short walk for maybe one or two minutes just to kind of loosen up a little bit. Nice. Or I can do some stretches in the office and then come back to work. If you do that every hour and make that make that a good habit, it makes a huge difference long term wise as far as maintaining your mobility. Yes, I know uh, there's a a great um, older gentleman that's, that that uh, goes to my gym. I think he's I'm pretty sure he's like approaching the seventies, if not already in his seventies. But I remember just talking to him, and I remember he was especially during like the COVID time, I remember he were just like in between, he would try to get to work early. And then like in between some part of his days, he would literally just walk the stairs in his building, you know? And that was his, that was his, you know, 
way to like you know keep him keep himself sharp his mind his body to try to stay ahead you know of the curve and i think like a big thing to think about is like think of it as like preventative maintenance and that's something that should be at the like that's something that should be spoken about a lot more in terms of health and wellness from from the top to bottom absolutely i agree i couldn't agree any any more than that i think with older individuals whatever their level is their functional level is bottom line is keep moving as much as possible whatever your level is like you said stairs walking just you know anything that you can do on a regular basis that's going to help you as far as blood flow and flexibility and strength you got to keep it moving can't become a couch potato we can't get too wrapped watching too much tv yep. it's not the one watching tv but just in moderation yep. and just more importantly just go out to the park take a yep. walk and you know just enjoy enjoy life i love it i love it i feel like i feel like if you've if you've done more maintenance on your car than you've done on yourself they're the problem right you know we're all maintaining all these other stuff in your life but if you're not maintaining yourself like what are you doing we only get one body you only get one body. So, you know, I always hear people say that, well, you know, this is expensive, that it is expensive, but, you know, health is wealth. Yes. Health is wealth. Yes. If you get up and walk to the mailbox, I mean, I, I've, I, I've done home health before where you're dealing with patients that can't get out of bed. Man. And it does a lot to them as far as the mental yes. because, you know, now all of a sudden they're depressed because, they can't do anything for themselves. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as a physical therapist, you come in and you encourage them. You, you get them moving. You get them up. You get their, their strength back. And now all of a sudden they can get their independence back. And yes. it's a beautiful because now that they get their independence back, they're like, okay, I don't want to lose that again. So they get, they get moving. Yes, yes. No, that's, that is huge, man. And people understand it, your mind and your body are connected mind body and your spirit are very connected and if you don't take care of one the other one will suffer as well you got to you know and that's huge so you know just you know I, I i'm pretty sure you experience it you know day in and day out you know starting with someone and then watching them starting to get over some of those hurdles and just watching their like their mind and their energy just come back with a vengeance I've seen people make complete transformations mentally because of their physical journey. Yeah. You know, I've dealt a lot of ACL recoveries. I've, I'm seeing currently I'm seeing three and just on the first day post-op, you know, they're down and out. And like, man, I don't know how much, this, how long this is going to take. Mm-hmm. This is so encouraging. I don't have my range of motion. I don't have my strength. I need help to get in and out of the car. And, and, you know, they, you know, they're down and out, but then a week later, two weeks later, four weeks later, they start to get their independence back and you can see their attitude just completely change and yes. they continue to progress from week to week to week. And it feels so good to be a part of that journey with them. And, you know, you could just see their mental completely change as they get better. Yes, yes, yes. It's, it's definitely true. It's definitely true. Uh, you know, please, people, don't be afraid to, you know, maybe not me personally or Rob personally, but wherever you are in the world, you know, man, just 
just do it for yourself if you're not going to do it for anyone else. Give someone a call, you know, get the help you need, you know, because it, it's the little things. Just that one phone call could change your life. You know, that first, uh, that, you know, honestly, just showing up sometimes is the hardest part, you know, just that initial effort. But once you do it, you'll never regret it. I agree. I agree. All, all it takes is that one step and you take it one step at a time, one day at a time. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's very difficult um, to take that, that, but, you know, like you said from before, it starts with a mindset. You start with the mindset, you make sure that, you know, you have the, the proper mindset and you just first step and you take one foot in front of the other yeah. and you stack good days on top of good days. Yeah. And at the end of the day, we always want to remember it. it's your journey. It's yours. It's your journey. So as long as you keep that in mind, you're going to be just fine. Cool. I love it. All right, Rob, that was a great answer. Uh, We're rocking and rolling. So let me ask you next question. What changes would you like to see in the health and wellness world? I think we need to do more about promoting health and wellness in the general population and make that more of a routine in schools. I think it starts at a young age. I think we need to do more as far as um, investing more into into children and athletics with children. Back in the day, we used to have PE, we used to have recess. And I I heard that in a lot of schools, they're getting rid of recess. And I think that is just a shame because um, despite any budget cuts or whatever may be going on in that school system, these kids need an outlet and these kids need to get moving and get active. And if, I feel like if they get into doing that at a young age, they'll that'll carry on into adulthood because that's yes. what happened with me. I got sports when I was young and it's, it's helped me not only physically, but mentally and spiritually as well in connecting and finding myself. Yes. So I feel like with the kids, if they're able to get going with that, with whatever sport, whatever activity, I think it would make the society make society better and make the world a better place. Man, you said so many things, so many great things. It's like, where do you even begin on that? <laughs> you know, uh, man, you know, it is so true. Like in terms of thinking about the younger generation and, you know, everything, the younger generation, that's our future you know, um, and it's so important and investing in the youth and yeah, you know, and what you said about, uh, yeah, you know, being, being young and then starting at your youth. Yeah. It continues. It sticks with you. It's something you can look back when you need that, like, when you need to reflect and you're going to remember all those times when you're young and being, you know, being active and that's what you're gonna, it'll be easier to get back to that. So that's definitely, that's definitely huge. I definitely think uh, getting fitness, getting just not even, not even necessarily lifting weights, just getting health and wellness to the general population. That's definitely something that needs to continue to be addressed. We definitely need to make it more accessible. It definitely needs to be a priority and a a priority for everyone, whether, um, whether young or old, that's, that's definitely a great one. You said, I definitely feel like more, more transparency from, from the health and wellness leaders are needed as well. You know, uh, 
you know, how we are reaching our results, the, you know, I think, well, it also, I feel like more accountability for like the healthcare providers, the trainers, the therapists, the people, you know, we need to make sure we are more transparent and giving the best information that we can to our clients, to people out there looking to be better and get better. And also just providing the resources. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I, I can envision myself being a resource for others because of my, the fact that I have a doctorate in physical therapy and, you know, I have a wealth of knowledge and I'm eager to share that knowledge with people, but also just making yourself more available. I don't necessarily, you know, have to tell people that you have to make an appointment for me to ask you answer a question of yours i answer dms all the time or have questions about their injury i you know if someone has my number they'll text me you know a question and what should i do with this and then you know i'll help them out as best as i can you know sometimes it's difficult not having them right in front of you so you can kind of test them out and go through an assessment but also just making yourself available like i said you know just make yourself available whether you're a trainer whether you're a physical therapist, whatever specialty that you have, making yourself available and sharing your knowledge. I think that's going to also, you know, do work wonders as far as helping people out. No, man, that's huge. Of course, making yourself accessible, please, people, trainers, everyone, make yourself accessible to your clients. Allow them to, to ask you all the questions, you know, don't be afraid if you don't maybe know an answer at that moment, go and find the answer for them. You know, they look to you, you know, they might be a CEO or a professional athlete or whatever, but if, you know, when they're in front of you, you are the leader, you know, you are that figure and, you know, learn to, to be it. For sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. And I would definitely just to add to that is please, in terms of professionals, like continue to better yourself, continue to educate yourself, continue to to rise because, you know, life information changes is changing every day. There are new challenges arising every day and everyone is different and everyone's need is different. So the better you, you know, the more you better yourself and you prepare yourself, just the easier it is to help more people out there. I completely agree. I completely agree. Always, you're you're continuing to work on yourself. You're always you'll always view that as a great investment into yourself, Mm -hmm. and let it just let it play out how it's play how how it's supposed to play out. Yeah, and I feel like people can genuinely see that. I feel like I feel like people who are paying attention could genuinely see like, okay, this guy is for real. You know, this woman knows what she's doing. She knows what she's talking about. You know, I can I can. I can hear it. I can see it. I can feel it. Like I trust them. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I don't and have just, a problem with, you know, if someone asks me a question and if I don't know the answer, I'll say, I don't know. Yes. <laughs> a lot of people, they, they, they have a problem with that. I don't have any issue with that. I, I do have a wealth of knowledge. I am a movement specialist. I work with athletes. I work with all, all kinds of people. And, you know, you, you want to help people as best as you can, but if you don't know the answer, it's just no shame. There's no problem with you saying, yeah. I'm not quite sure what the answer is with that. Let me do some research. Let me call some people. Let me reach out to some people. Yeah. And next time I see you, I will have an answer for you. Yeah. Man, beautiful. It's nothing worse than trying to, you know, trying to, I don't even know, just trying to like 
you know, talk your way around it. You know, yeah, you know, I don't know, but I'll find out for you. You know, Um, there's nothing better than that. Uh, so tell me, we've, it's been a great conversation. It's been, I've, like I said, again, you've been blessing me and everyone with, with just a whole boatload of knowledge and perspective. Um, to, to finish this off, tell me, is there anything you want to add, anything you want to share, promote? Talk to us. Absolutely. You can follow me on all platforms at All Pro Rehab. That is my physical therapy practice, like I said, right down here in Boynton Beach, Florida. We do one-on-one physical therapy. All of our sessions are an, a full hour and we build individual treatment plans for everybody that's coming in, depending on where you, you have low back pain, knee pain, shoulder pain, whatever it is that you're coming in with. We would love to be able to help people and just give them the knowledge and treat them, give them the proper treatment so that they can move better and so that they can have a better quality of life. Awesome. And everyone, I will have all his information um, in the, in the, yeah, down below um, in the caption, in the description. So you'll be able to find all all his information, please. I've known this guy. I've seen this guy work. I've seen, I followed him online on social media, nothing but great work. So if you have the opportunity, no matter where you are, if you need a physical therapist or someone like that to to pick his brain, you know, please feel free to reach out to him and, and give him a call. Um, nothing but a great thing. I love what he's doing. It's going to be, he's going to be here to stay for, you know, here on out. Uh, Rob, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for, for blessing us today with this great, with this great, uh, podcast, this great topic, great conversation. Thanks for having me. Of course. Of course. This won't be the last time we'll have you again in the future. All right. Take it easy. All right, man. Thank you. Keep doing great work. So that's another great interview down and in the books, but I got many more to go. Hopefully you heard some improvements. Hopefully you were able to take away some helpful nuggets of information. Please tune in next time. I will be interviewing another rock star of a guest. He has been my clients for a few months now, but what is great about him is that he's retired and approaching the 70, the 70 year old mark, but that's no big deal for him. He picked up his tennis. He picked up tennis working with a trainer, staying competitive on and off the court. I mean, what else can you ask for? Don't miss us talking about life and fitness. I'll see you guys next time.